When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Here's the Scenario <laughs> Podcast. I guess I'm your lead host this week, Mike Cannon, with me as always. <laughs> Mike I, Feeney, I, and also... Brendan Saglow. I was really getting into the song for a second. Dude, it's, it's almost... You're, for our, from our view, I know this won't be like this in post, but from our view, you're so pixelated, Brendan, that it's so hilarious. It's as if the internet doesn't want us to see your torso. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like... I don't believe it. It's like your whole upper body is a Japanese penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the NSA is working really hard to protect you guys right now. <laughs> they got everybody in the building being like, he's taking his shirt off. We got a code red. Code red. <laughs> Yeah, this is a pajama cast, everybody, of Here's the Scenario. We yeah. are unable to be in the same room because everybody in New York City has COVID, including Nicole's rat. So <laughs> we're recording from all of our individual apartments. Brendan is in someone else's living room somewhere. And uh, there's a lot of people that don't know the podcast that are in separate rooms where Brendan is. And I'm excited to hear during this hour, how many times they kind of poke their head out to see what the hate speech during is all the about. next three hours? Yeah, yeah, I didn't he think is. about. I mean, I'm not going to not wear a shirt on the blunts with the boys or anything. This is just <laughs> I this is just for the public one, dude. I forgot. So this, yeah, we, because it's a pajama cast. I'm wearing a robe. Feeny's wearing a robe, and Brendan is wearing his fully nude, milky skin. And I forgot that you just did that in their common area. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then actually her roommate came out and I think made like physical efforts to avoid eye contact. Like I with I, your nipples I, with my nipples. <laughs> yeah. My nipples were like, why not do it? Why not? Is a crazy. Why not do this in Jess's room? Um. No, because uh, this is more like a, a seating area. That there, it'd have to be on a bed. It wouldn't. It wouldn't look as good. Plus, she's got to do laundry and everything. So, dude, Feeney, I want to let you know that the reason why Brendan even has a stable cam shot of him is because Nicole and I both suggested that he takes his laptop off of his knees, which he was bumping up and down wildly, <laughs> and he put them. He put the computer on a cat scratching post. It's pretty so perfect. His, his his incredible Perfect. setup. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> wow, that itched my scratch. Um, <laughs> who cares? The other That's way not what this show great. is about. This is a hypothetical based podcast. We do what if scenarios. All questions submitted by you, the listeners. You guys go to here's the scenario It's got all of our information. You can go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, subscribe. That helps all of it kind of boost its visibility in the algorithm and get it out there to people that aren't necessarily familiar with us. And uh, yeah, share it. 
Keep doing that. Here's the scenario.com. It's got all of our social media. Submit the questions to here's the scenario pod at the IG and uh, and all of us independently. I am Mike Cannon. I am Mike Feeney at Brendan Sagalo. And uh, if you love the show and want to support us collectively and individually, we're patreon.com slash scenario pod. We do two bonus episodes per week, one that is of the typical format of the show, and then our favorite crowd favorite i should say as well uh blunts with the boys bonus friday episode where the three of us get uh stupidly yeah. stupidly stoned and then uh you know do a little bit of storytelling it's a much looser feel similar to irish goodbye podcast and whatever former incarnations of a show brendan used to do <laughs> garbage days um yep. but i will also say this we have off like offshoot shows and stuff and the most recent mark and branders that we just put out is like a big hit on the patreon people loved that yeah. episode they, well it's got it i think i think we stumbled onto something with the theme brendan yeah. and i on the road together decided to you know why not we shoot content where we have our days free we might as well wilmington north carolina you can kind of walk the six square blocks and then you've seen the city so we decided <laughs> to do uh to do a bonus pod and we did the history of christmas which is still pretty timely so go back and check that out mm-hmm. mark and branders uh coffee with mark and branders and we go through you know, Christmas trivia, talk about the history in terms of uh, how the holiday itself was established, where the imagery may have come from psychedelic yeah. wise. It's a it's it's, it's really it, a, it's a did really you guys, funny. Did you guys go to the Serpentarium? What? The Serpentarium. Is that like a lizard, a lizard thing? Mm hmm. No. Uh, no, that's the thing that Nate Bargatze's got his whole bit about, about the uh, oh, the, the snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like that. It's like down the block from. At least where the old uh, dead crow is. I don't know how far it is. Well, that, that's is. the thing is I'm no longer going. I, I'm not looking for life experiences that people have written bits about already. <laughs> I'm only trying to do things. So you just don't want to. He's never gone to the airport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, never driven a car. <laughs> Got no, married. I'm, I've been riding I a jitney. <laughs> It's weird that you guys like turned that on me instead of like finding the joke and instead the joke was me making a joke. You're both fucking idiots. It's like you just decide when to take things at face value. It's it's like it's doing a podcast with like, you know, just fucking people that snap into autism every once in a while. That's so funny. You want to get into some questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. This first question comes from Dave at Dave Deck. Would you rather take a nut wait, on the face? Wait, fa- wait, wait. I'm considering the fact that we have the first five minutes of this podcast in order for anybody to see it logically. And these first two questions will absolutely get us banned from any sort of exposure. So I think we should You're come so back true. to them all right, significantly, all right. significantly later in the show. <laughs> okay, this one comes from at Trumbull. Here is the scenario. Clap, clap, clap. It's the weekend of the big comedian basketball tournament. The night before Kobe appears, the night before Kobe appears in a dream and grants you all-star abilities for one position. You will break one possession. comic's an- pos- possession. You will break one comic's ankles and uh, posterize. Posterize. What does that mean? Oh my it means, god! It means do Don't like a mad. dunk or something on someone that is so like 
a, such a fuck you that it's like it could be on a poster. It's oh. a poster. Yeah, a That's poster. Cool. You're literally nuts in the face. You're dunking on somebody. Hey, man. Some people don't know the things you know. You don't know what a poster is? I know what a poster is, but... Okay. I, f- so I have similar a feeling... to how Billy Joe Armstrong jumps in the air and does a huge strum in an, if- in an attempt to get a dope mid-air snap? That's mm-hmm. the same thing. Poster. I, c- I can see you're not really working hard on your uh, New Year's resolution here. <laughs> First of all, it's your resolution, and I've since decided to double down on it since you came up with it for me. I gotta tell you, my favorite, my favorite response is when I hear when Brendan says something. And it respond and Canon responds with first of all, it's gonna be a good <laughs> you know it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good episode. <laughs> it's just it's gonna, gonna be and I'm gonna hot. tell you this. There's never really a second of all. There's never been a second <laughs> never. of all. It's never. all it's first a, of all. The first of all is ten items long. Yeah. <laughs> and there's never a follow up. <laughs> first first of all, B. Yeah, you know, <laughs> first of all A, first of all B. First well, and all. That, just a heads up, there's been a wild amount of family strife going on on my side of the fence. So, you know, d- just be aware, my guns are pointed at everyone. And I'm putting a little flower in the in that pistol hole. Yeah, and I fucking shoot my hot muzzle right through the stem. <laughs> All right, so who are you guys embarrassing? Please don't say me. No, that was, I mean, we've already done that. I know. <laughs> when you were in your underwear playing basketball. Um, I... <laughs> so first off, it's two questions. Whose ankles will you break and who will you posterize? So whose ankles are you going to break? So Brendan, when they like when they cross you up and the person goes like Whoa! and falls over, not literal yeah. breaking their ankles, but yeah. like just, you know, their ankles. I think it, I think mine would be like a combination or all three of Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. Mm. Like like probably I'd like answer. to I'd like I think I'd like to dunk on Brian Callen simply because he positions himself outside of the whatevers, outside of the legal problems he's having. Uh, He positions himself as the most alpha and physically capable, even though Brendan Schaub obviously was a professional fighter. But he talks like I do (laughs) about, like I talk about basketball or how I was, (laughs) like he currently is in fighting. Only, only one can rule them all. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I want to, I want to absolute bag him right on his receding hairline and a just two footed <laughs> cock back dunk. And, uh, I think Chris D'Elia would be the most fun to cross up just because he's such a, like just a, a pelican looking geek. And I yeah, just, just love walk the- up. You just walk up, slap his neck at the tattoo. He goes, ow! Oh. And then you yeah, there's nothing better also than embarrassing a rich boy. <laughs> yeah. Such a rich boy. You know what I found out, speaking of rich boy? I, we were, someone was talking to me about SNL, and we were talking about, like, the, you know, the progression of, like, you know, some people can still get found naturally, and I was trying to use those guys as the please don't destroy those guys who are really funny make those like great videos that were trending mm-hmm. during COVID and stuff. And now they got SNL. And I was like, see, they're like great examples of like grassroots, like just going viral, getting oh. discovered. And mm. it's like, yeah, I found out that they're like the, the guy, John's dad, like is like Tom NBC. Like he's like yeah, the yeah. owner of NBC. The other guy's dad is works in entertainment. Like they all have one like, of their dads was on SNL, I think. Yeah, that it too. One? It's like they all have like one degree of separation from. Who's that? Who is it? Who's their dad? John. 
John, uh, I think the guy John, I don't know. I don't know, but I just know it's so funny that even in that yeah. thing where you're like, yeah, they're doing it. And they're like, oh, okay. So there is no grassroots. Yeah, but that's anymore. one of those things where it's like, the chicken and the egg, which is at first nepotism or the fact that they grew up in show business and just had an early insight and knew how yeah. things work and understood. But how also to, the nepotism of things. having high profile people retweet your sketches yeah. is uh, yeah, it helps. that's the chicken. I mean, I doubt <laughs> John the NBC is retweeting stuff. He's a big, big retweeter. <laughs> yeah, it's like finding out Eminem grew up in a in like a trailer park, but it was like Viacom trailer park. Yeah, yeah. I mean? Eminem went to Cranbrook. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I wasn't even thinking like that level of. Com- you know who I'll do? I was gonna qu- because if I'm possessing the skills, I'm trying to think of other comedians that were like really good at basketball. I know. Schultz played a lot of basketball, and um, and De Stefano played a lot of basketball. I think it would be great to cross up uh, Schultz because he is very like wiry and gangly, and I feel like he would like explode yeah. into a thousand pieces like a NASCAR accident. And mm-hmm. then in terms, he also of- might be the only one to repost it. I was just about to say yeah. that. Because he has a good that. sense of humor about himself, and everybody yeah. else would go rob Delaney on Kimmel and try to bury that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stefano ain't retweeting it. No. He'll give it a favorite, though. Um, <laughs> I And then dunking on somebody. Um, how about... How about we just I just dunk on Bill Cosby and then just become a hero for the ages until the... For some reason, there's a small subsection of the community on Twitter who finds that it is more racist than woke <laughs> because I'm dunking on a yeah. black man. And they're like, well, he was about okay. to buy NBC and then you dunked on him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I would like to embarrass uh, Bert Kreischer. I think that would be fun. <laughs> I was convinced you were going to say me. Another person who's <laughs> another person who's uh, fighting for uh, you know fighting for the same brand, <laughs> Mister Shirt Off during a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we would go shirts for shirts. I mean, skins Skin, for skins. Skin for skins. <laughs> yeah, Brendan, all you need is a Cam Newton like fedora right now, and you are Bert. Yeah. Well, I, did I ever tell you during the first Skankfest they were all so that was at the Creek in the Cave, and it was like him. He was in that room with all of those uh, arcade games and stuff. Remember that room? And he was surrounded by, like, mid-20s dudes with white dudes with their shirts off. And every time they walked into that, someone walked into that room, everybody would go, pop it off, pop it off. And then someone would do it, and everyone would cheer. And then I walked in that room to get a beer, and they went, pop it off. And I went, no. And they all fucking booed me. (laughs) Yeah, I will say, seeing it from a, like, seeing it from a distance, I'd be like, oh, what a room full of chodes. But if Mm -hmm. everybody had their shirt off and they were all chanting and I knew the cheer and ovation was coming, I would have 100% popped it off. And I would have viciously booed you for not popping it off. For being being that guy. Yeah, I would set myself on fire if I was in that crowd. It's the opposite of green lights. It's the opposite of fun. Also, they're promoting promoting male body positivity. So, I don't know know, about that. You really... shit in their Kool-Aid. I know. And, you know, now I would do it because any kind of attention and applause 
<laughs> I would love. But at the time, I think I was like, I don't want to be known for taking my shirt off where look at me now uh, I love <laughs> three years three years later you're like walking around like what's up everybody uh, yeah, yeah. uh-huh uh-huh yeah. Like, uh, a, a creek in the caves a creek in the caves basement with no cameras rolling he's like oh, I don't want this to be my thing guys <laughs> baby Brent baby bird Brendan See, you're you <laughs> baby bird Brendan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have me on your podcast, asshole, like you promised. I don't know why. Oh, clip that. And me I'm too. Sure it'll come me too. Me yeah, I'm get us all on, except side. Feeney. I'm on Brendan's side. Yeah, Feeney's uh, against me. Get me and Mike on. We'll do a Mark and Branders. <laughs> yeah, dude. History of Christmas. I will say, <laughs> uh, baby Bert Brendan made me picture Bert vomiting into Brendan's <laughs> mouth to feed oh. him. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a baby bird. Uh, disgusting. Just mostly Tito's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's was... all liquid. It's more liquid than chunky. Mike, it was funny, man. Yeah, We're laughing. I checked out. I checked out. <laughs> it was a literal yes end. Yeah, we yes ended you and you freaked I, out. I, I threw the Tito's line. <laughs> There's just too much lag. I hate this. <laughs> There's no lag. It's seamless. I'm not getting any lag you unless guys. you guys are talking really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, and I'm just you may as well up. be in a snow globe right now. I've never <laughs> seen less of you. I, I, I yeah. look so good on my end. I bet you do well, because your you're so you're broken. Like, yeah, your entire window is six pixels. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, I love I love the irony of you becoming upset about this while absolutely needling me pre-show about how pixelated my window was. Now, what's the next you, question? I wasn't needling you. Fuck you. It was Feedy. Oh, Brendan's video has been disabled yeah. due to internet quality you issues. Stupid idiot! What that's camera so is funny. disabled? I'm that still just, here. I mean, video is still recorded. I'm still the video here. is still recorded, but he literally, due to slow internet connection, that is the best timing ever. Which no one will see this because it's all recording locally. But for our end, Brendan is his camera's off right now. Yeah, but also, dude, it doesn't say slow internet connection. It it, it says uh, slow brain. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it just. It, <laughs> Can't hear you at all, Brendan. So we're going to move yep. to our next question. Fix your shit and come on back. Uh, this next question comes from Matt Wellington. Since you guys like the Sopranos, Mary fuck, kill. Here's another scenario of all the guys who got whacked. Who deserved it more? Ralphie, Ooh. Christopher, Pushy. Oh, just those three. Damn, I think you know what my favorite. I think my favorite whacking is uh, is Richie when ah. Janice fucking kills yeah, Richie. Yeah. I love that part, and I think it's just so. It's pretty badass on Janice's part. Also, Richie is such an icy sociopath that just to see him catch a bullet is like yeah. a victory for the audience. It feels like they wrote his character in to kill him. Like to to make yeah. to for that reason to make the audience be like oh I can't wait till this guy gets it I'm gonna say Ralphie because he's another guy who you couldn't fucking wait for him to get killed. Well, you just knew something was gonna. It was just he was gonna erratically kill Sill or like a main like a mainstay guy like that yeah. where you, you couldn't you you wouldn't want to have him leave or he had to he had to get got. Yeah, but I mean, Pussy was also like at that point. In the first season, you're so pro, or I was so pro mafia. Hey, hey welcome back. Welcome Fuck back me. to the program. <laughs> you're back? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. 
Yeah, you what'd you do? You had to go in uh, in one of the roommates' rooms and record. <laughs> you had to go to go to each <laughs> no, room I'm, and go. I'm, hey, I'm connected to my phone. You had to go. Could you please get off the internet? Thank you very much. Could you disable from Wi Fi? Z Z Z Z Z. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did Wait. you just knock on, Vini? <laughs> oh, as a sound effect. That was, was his doing. fucking voice. That was incre- Do it again. Dude, get out of here. <laughs> Dude, you should have been a Dude, puppet act. I used to do that. I used to do that all the time in class. Like I would be like, I'd be looking down at my desk and go, and then they would start looking at the door to see who is knocking. And also, which I learned from police academy, because in police academy, Michael Winslow, they're in a car and he's pretending like he's making the sound of a flat tire. He's going like like that yeah, and so he's good. like do yeah, you hear sucks. that do i have a do i have a flat tire which is fun but um, that's fun yeah i bet so it would wait, be annoying to hang to out with that fo- guy you're connected uh, to a i phone can tell you from spot? personal now experience I, yeah. I told you that i did warm up for the triumph the insult comic dog and and jack mcbrayer sitcom and i was it's a six hour gig you start doing stand-up for like 300 audience members and then four and a half hours later it's like seven fucking dweebs that are just like unblinkingly watching because they're such huge fans of triumph Uh um and it was so bizarre but when it was hot in the beginning i was doing really well you have to like avoid jib booms and like cameras and people are moving set pieces around it's it's crazy and then out of nowhere Michael Winslow, who was doing a guest appearance on the show, was just on my shoulder with another microphone doing like sound effects. And so him and I were riffing. I was doing jokes and he was doing the sound effects to the jokes. And I was like, what is my fucking life right now? The dude that I grew up watching in these movies. This is so cool. And then like he stayed on with me for like five, two more, like, like just minutes too long. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, (laughs) get out of here. Do you need a sound effect to tell you how to walk away? Dude, my buddy Gareth, you know, Gareth, right? I think so. Uh, From the dollop. And he, he created that MTV philosophy. That's your friend? Yeah, yeah, Gareth. He uh, he knows Michael Winslow, and he used to play me voicemails <laughs> that he would leave Gareth. And it was just like an insane person doing like every voice noise and sound you mm-hmm. could possibly ever hear. Um, what was I just about to say? If I were to hang out with him and I, I was in that, I would try to be purposely telling a story with zero sounds. You know what I mean? Like, and then a, a giraffe walked in. <laughs> He's like, that's what the hell. The first example you sound. gave was an animal that makes noise and an action that also makes noise. Wait, 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 wait. Giraffes make noise. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about, man? And then a giraffe walked out. Like, what, what does a giraffe sound like? Clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. There is clip-clop. Yeah, giraffes, is, they, people just call them G. And as we all know, Gs move in silence like lasagna. So let's go to the next That's question. So this um, one comes from... <laughs> still Matt Wellington. From Matt Wellington. Since you guys like my support... did that when you were gone. Next question. You did that already? Yeah. You were gone for some time. Um, here's the scenario. We they moved decide, on as the show. Decide, <laughs> they decide they're doing a live grown-up version of South Park starring the three of you plus another male comic of your choosing. Who are the four main boys who play uh, and who do you pick to fill in the extra spot? P.S. Don't make Sagalo Cartman just because he's F-word and assumably <laughs> loves cheesy poofs. Um, 
I do you just not gave like two great reasons for why he. I do not hard. like cheesy poofs, but I will say, if I'm just being perfectly honest, Mike uh, Cannon is Stan, Feeney is Kyle, and I'm Cartman, and you know, Nicole is Butters. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole is butters. Lulu, <laughs> I got some rats. Lulu, you do too. Hey, fellers. He's, oh, that's Hey, fellers. See, I got to watch that show more. Who's, who's yeah. the one that took like this? Jimmy. Yeah, that's Jimmy. I like that guy. Hey, guys, what guy. You, what's going on? <laughs> we, we do, we Dude, about? they did the, the pandemic like the post-pandemic special on Paramount Plus, and it goes into the future. And, no spoilers. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I guess this is a spoiler of, a, <laughs> of one of the jokes, but thank you. Oh, forgot um, it. I was going to tell you the storyline. You think I was I'm Kyle? Tell, so it opens up in. Yeah, I, I want to be say Stan's that. dad. Everybody wants to be Randy. Randy. Make love to yeah, me, Randy, wants please. To. Um, I Shirley. <laughs> Shirley. Sorry, Stan. I, the, the baseball episode was just on. Where he's like, guess he's like drinking, and he goes, "South Park sucks," and he goes, "Guess that's my guy," because he's like trying yeah, to fight he, him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I I don't Kyle though is so I see you as a Kyle. He's a so you see me as a Jewish uh mm-hmm. as a It's a, not Jewish, it's the personality. Like the guy who's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also like a I don't think that's Feeney's main motivation at all. That's it's hard me. to pinpoint. Really I guy. see Mike as I think Feeney's actually more of a Cartman than any of us because yeah, he's a gets disruptor under our skin. and he's yeah he's trying to to destroy our lives okay. but i don't think mike's stan either i don't know but brendan's not kyle i mean Bre- there, no one here kyle is a kyle all. no and i don't think anybody's really a stan brendan's kenny i could see a stan i could see a stan kenny kenny's awesome dude yeah you're brendan's the you're the chubby kenny. guy that has a heart attack brendan's every episode. kenny for sure. Brendan is Why? poverty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're poverty stricken. Yeah, I just love yeah. a fucking I was boobs. actually going, I was going to make a reference like that where it's like, this is like South Park where if you really pay attention to the subtle things, you could see that I'm poor. Like you guys have regular headphones and mine is from a fucking game. Yeah, thing. you also don't have to pay attention because they're not that subtle. It's if you just are enjoying right. the show. On any, yeah, if dude, you're you watching. look like you're, you're broadcasting from Charlie Kelly's apartment right now. <laughs> And it's being filmed underwater for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess, like, I do have some Cartman-like features, but I don't think any of us are Kyle's. And Stan doesn't really have Cannon much of a Cannon is Scott Malcolmson. I'm a, I, who's, who's the sisters that talks like this? Shelly. Shelly. Yeah, that's me. I yeah, feel like I'm he that He actually I'm is Shelly because Shelly's just a fucking angry, Bitch. cunty... Like, if things are on her way, she's going to go, quiet, Kirk, and then beat the shit Turd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, so we have Kenny and uh, Shelly. We're going to need to add a whole new gang then. Feeny is Mr. Garrison. <laughs> yeah, closeted homo that fists yeah. himself with a puppet. He's not closeted. He comes out. <laughs> he came out. He's already been a woman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm on episode. I'm on season four. Uh, it's <laughs> crazy. You've man. got a lot to see. Now, I, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I 
All right, let's just go on, man. You've got a lot to see. <laughs> Mike, come on, have fun. I don't know what you're talking about, and I assume it's a dig at me, so why would I enjoy it? <laughs> why would I join in on your laugh when I know for a fact you're withholding information and having a good time together? That is that should be the name of the show. I don't know what you're talking about, but I assume it's a dig at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would I laugh when you're withholding? <laughs> it couldn't be less about you. Um, but well, it's about what I haven't seen. <laughs> you do have a lot to see. You have a lot to see. <laughs> you know what? So do you, Brendan. Don't. Why do you only attack me, man? Because he attacks Feeny, everyone. Feeney knows he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I want. Okay. All right. <laughs> this one comes from at Clark Matthews. Would you rather be stuck in a completely drunken state for for a week, unable to talk without slurring, or walk straight? Or walk in a straight line, or take a dose of psychedelics, pick your poison, and be stuck in the peak of a full-blown trip for seven days. Here's the thing. I initially, my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, easily, psychedelics for sure. And then I remembered when I tried to go to bed when we did acid and how much I wanted that to be over what with. A nightmare. And then I what couldn't stop seeing and hearing things. And if that carried on for seven days there would mentally be no way of coming back from that. I would snap and just be that person forever or at least be like a little like twitchy forever and then I'd be yeah. tweak. But I I, <laughs> I think drunken is the way to go. Mike doesn't get that because he's on only episode two. <laughs> <laughs> he's God. No. So uh, <laughs> if you... If you, uh, but if you pick the drunken one, then you're at least, you know, you get drunk, that drunk sleep where you, you're not sleeping well, but at least you can black out for a number of hours yeah. and you can kind of be like the jovial drunk. You might annoy people and stuff, but at least it's like, if you're on acid, you're like, whoa, you know, like that's just as annoying in public as that's drunk. That's so annoying. You could, you could be, yeah, you could be drunk in public, it, and, but being on hallucinogens in public is a is like exhausting. It's not socially acceptable, especially for seven days. That's what you got to key in on seven days. I think, well, you could do it as long as you like do like a silent retreat. Like if you're, if you're just like, all right, I'm going to be on hallucinogens and also make the decision not to open my mouth yeah. for a full week, then maybe I could do it. But it's more or less, I think the sustainability of how sensitive you are during the peak of a trip and how open wound emotionally, like, you know, everything. It just like, I don't know if I could make it through that with my, with my sanity intact. What if you did that? And then after the week was done, they were like, Mike, you're like the best guy in the world. Like ev everything you've ever dreamed of is given to you. <laughs> well, here, I mean, that's, that was like, more or less what happened when I stopped drinking where, you know, it, most of my, a lot of my friends outside of comedy were like, but you're like so fun <laughs> and you're like, like, come on, man. Like you're really good. Drug. You didn't have a problem. Like the amount of people that continue to tell me that I didn't have a problem as if that's even like the point. And, uh, it's baffling. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to another question. What do you say, boys? Um, this one comes from Dave Deck, at Dave Deck. 
Would you rather take a nut on the face or let someone nut in your ass? Just the tip, no fucking. The tip is inserted and immediately nuts. In my ass? Like, in my in ass? In your ass. Yeah. I would take I'd, the I'd, ass one. I'd take that in a fart beat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Not even close. Why, In dude? The idea beat. of a load of a foreign load on my face is like enough for me to set a town on fire. Like that. I it, I that don't know. I feel like out. I feel like at least it's on the exterior. It'd be like getting like a like a truck driving by and splashing mud and it going on your face. You could get that off. Yeah, but even that, it's like what hepatitis just came on my face. Like I heard, cum is really good for your skin. Who told you that, Ian? <laughs> it's like a shellac. <laughs> I actually asked two gay guys that, uh, whether or not that's true. And if they, they said yes, and I was like, what do you just add a dollop of jism to your crow's Ooh. feet? And it just seals it right up. <laughs> oh, the dollop. The dollop. Once, once again mentioned. Big, but big episode that, for the dollop. But if it's just a tip, is. it's a really big podcast. But oh, um, if it's just the tip, then it's not all the way in like you're more or less just kind of putting a thumb over a hose and it's just gonna like spray sideways but it's still going in yeah but then it pours back out like you have to to get it in in you have to be like a two or three inches in like you have to be inside of my ass but if you just press your pee hole against my stink and spray instantly, then, I mean, legitimately, a droplet might seep no, into the, the tip, membrane the tip, inside of my asshole. The tip, but is, tip is inside. Is the tip in. is inside. But the, but comes, the tip, yeah, look. Yeah, look what I'm saying. Gonna, look what I'm saying. And this is why people need to watch the podcast instead of uh, just listen. This is, so this is the tip, right? It's here. It's in. Just the tip. Just like that, meaning still half to most of the head is outside of the asshole. So even just spraying it right there, you're still hitting a wall of skin. So it's going mm-hmm. to mostly bubble and come out the sides. Yeah. If you're in, in, then it gets, then you drop a batch deep onto the porch. But right there, you're still mostly just spraying the door. Yeah, and the minute um, he he takes out his penis. Because it's just the tip, all of the cum is going to like most of the cum will be like will f- flow right out. It'll probably right. still be connected to the dick. Yeah, I just and feel like I bet that feels good on the bottom of your balls. I bet it like feels good hot, all the way around. Just to take a hot <laughs> globule right to your balloon nut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- t- having it in inserted to you must feel good. Having being cummed in must feel good. And then also when you shit it out or fart it out, I bet that feels great too. Yeah. I bet that feels weird, actually. Almost like like you're clearing your throat when you have the flu. Yeah, yeah. like you're like, <laughs> you know, and which feels good. You, yeah, I bet you feel like a <laughs> like the glubber or whatever. But then after you're like Danny glubber. Yeah, Danny glubber. <laughs> Danny Bug glubber. Feeny Feeny sits out on stuff like this because he's going to be a talk show host one day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's not coming on my talk show. <laughs> Late afternoon with Mike Feeney. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing tip. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll have it into my butt. I'm doing butthole. Feeney, your face. You mm-hmm. want to come all over your face? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we clip that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Last question from the listeners. And this one comes from Anthony Cannoli. 
Um, <laughs> Connolly, but all right. This is one. We <laughs> Wait, used to, what? It's so Connolly. it went from the most Fuck. Italian to obvious Irish. <laughs> but he's uh, he's neither of them. I think he's I think he's half. I have no idea what he's. I think he's half black, half Irish. He was just in my Seattle show, and he went to your Spokane show. Oh, oh. nice. Um, he, he said, said hi to this you. one. This A one lot we of used to said hi to me. Oh, he said Sorry, this Anthony, one. Anthony, you weren't memorable. <laughs> you were for me, pal. This one we, uh, he said, this one we used to discuss in the great de- in great detail at my old job. The gut reaction is to take the nut. Oh, he's still talking about this. <laughs> this is a different person. This is what a different person asking the same exact question. No, it isn't. Well, it's pretty similar. What is it? We could go off on this one, too. I'm no, sure. I, think, I think this might be the same person. Oh, this what is he's commenting on that question. Like he's going, oh, the last question. That's the one we used to discuss in great detail at my old job. She goes, a gut reaction is to take the nut in the ass, but then you think about the aftermath. Shitting come out or scooping it out of your ass does not seem fun. Yeah, so he's, he's going with face, too. Who's scooping? Do you have to scoop cum out of your ass, or do you just let it flow out? Spoken no, like a you just point without. the shower head at your knot, and the majority of it gets washed off like a car wash, and the rest you yes, might have to just you know, you have get a, a knuckle in a shower head? What? You have a removable shower head? I do, but I don't need it either. Whoa. You could just literally press your face against the far tile Whoa. and then just spread your cheeks. We got ourselves a John Q millionaire all of a sudden. Oh, huh? my God. Please tell me what stocks you're investing in. Uh, first <laughs> yes. of all, I think removable shower heads came stock with the home in 1987. So what are you talking about? <laughs> I've never lived in a place that's had that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, I actually found another question that was sent just to me. Uh, by Bill McGovern, he asks. Here's a question: If you if you want, if you want. <laughs> that's how he's low actually, self-esteem our listeners. Are. <laughs> yeah, he said he's actually a Patreon member, but he forgot his password. Hell yeah! I think you no, can click right. For, forgot Keep my password. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah don't right. I hope you never remember card. that. Pa- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather be with a woman with hairy armpits that doesn't smell, or shaved armpits that smell like trash juice? That's Oof. easy. Yeah, I have no problem with hairy armpits. Me or neither. what was the other one? Or slick skin that stinks. That smells like trash. Oh, I don't want that. No. Couldn't you couldn't you find yourself getting like into a really hot girl with armpit hair? Yeah. There was I a girl know. I mean, um, it just it it's it they would have to be hot enough that, to overshadow that, which is what it yeah. always is. I there's a the lot word. of there's a lot of chicks now that are doing this weird thing where they're like, I'm gonna have four inch high jet black eyebrows. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That like yeah, a lot of that. what? I like that too. I don't mind that. I like that thick, the brick eyebrows. Yeah, it's like even more dramatic. It's like they're going for this Eastern European sort of vibe, you know? And uh it is a uh, it's a very staggering thing because you can see it like painted on. You know what I mean? Like you could see it not being it's real. It's brushed. Yeah, they but it's also like not physical hair after a certain point. It oh, just that becomes, I've never seen. Yeah, yeah. Once you get close, you see it. It's it's a tough sell. But from a distance or on TikTok, it's like, oh, okay, this person's just Eugene Levy. 
Yeah. I don't mind I feel, any of that stuff. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm me pretty open. As long as you don't stink or you're dirty. Like, dirty knuckles and fingernails are an immediate out. Get out for life. What uh, about stash? Stink is a close second where you're like, oh, my God. It, like, yeah. we're kissing and it smells like anal sex. This yeah. sucks. You yeah. know, it, but uh, other than that, it's like, however you form yourself, I'm fine. What about a stash? I mean, you know, Nicole's Italian. She is basically a full goatee. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab Nicole by the beard sometimes and we, we make out. Come here, you. <laughs> That's amore. <laughs> Come here, me amore. Now, I got an email saying from, uh, from Christian, his name is, saying that he has been requesting a scenario to Brendan since, I mean, it's dated here. He sent screenshots. He's, he sent it what October 27th. He sent the scenario. Brendan said, LOL, I'll read it on the next pod. Um, and he goes, I wrote this directly to Brendan because he has seen and responded to earlier pictures of him because Brendan, he's the one that let us know that people might be able to see the Patreon stuff if it's on the playlist and it's unlisted. So like he, he was saving us from that. And then, um, and he's still, and he said that he's very upset that Brendan still is ignoring the question after all these weeks. And, you know, I don't mean to ignore it. I'm just sometimes stupid most of the times. So what's the question? The question is, you are forced to do either meth or heroin for five consecutive days, no skimping. Everything and everyone in your life proceeds as usual, family shows, whatever. After the five days, you deal with the consequences. Addiction, missed gigs, hurt loved ones, etc., etc. Meth or H? Uh, Meth. Yeah, I feel like meth because at least I'll have edited clips for the next six years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, sh- I should be doing meth before we before we start working. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> uh, I also heard meth isn't what we perceive it to be. It, it's apparently more like euphoric. It's like it's kind of like heroin in a way, but you also have energy. I heard. Wow, Brendan, one of meth's biggest sales reps. Yeah, so, you know, if you guys want to pick some up, I will do free. I think the I first might, one's free. I think I might go with the heroin thing and then just kind of nap for a bunch of days. And then when yeah, people are like, you missed your family <laughs> obligations and shows, what happened? I'd be like, oh, COVID. And then it's fine. First of all, I was on meth. I'm like, you know, I'm like growling. <laughs> But that's not what meth is, I don't think. Oh, okay. I think you're wrong, Brendan. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going somebody who somebody wrong. who did meth told me this. Yeah, I've, I've, I know a lot of people that have done meth. I did pill form meth. That's me why too. I'm going to. It was choose. in my ecstasy, and it was awesome. Same, but I'm going to. I'm going to choose meth because I feel like the addiction would be far less intense, and I've already gotten off basically meth in Adderall, especially at the frequency that I was taking it. And it's like, uh-huh. yeah, that like I already can do that. I've proven to be able to do that. And I can probably like, you know, at yeah. least unblinkingly function through a lot of it. But yeah. heroin at the end of just the nod, the sickness, the the 
the grip of the substance, like all that uh, shit. Like, yeah, that, that is just too much. The ruined spoons. Yeah, it would ruin spoons <laughs> and belts. <laughs> yeah, all my belts and spoons are broken. <laughs> ah, I see you've played belt, played belty spoony before. <laughs> but now I'm going off of that thinking of Tuco Salamanca, and I don't want to be like that's like. They make people crazy, paranoid, violent. I uh, yeah. and don't you want to do meth off a fucking dagger, though, dude? Dude, every time I watch Breaking Bad, I'm like, should I get into meth, dude? I just want to f- like hammer fist a rock of methamphetamine, put it on the end of a knife, and just be like. And I'm looking, Hector. I'm looking here online, and it says that. Uh, Meth is significantly more addictive than heroin, so coming off it would probably be much harder, especially because you're doing five that. consecutive days. Oh, okay. But five I, consecutive <laughs> days. I don't. First of all, you didn't tell us your source. Second yeah. of all, you just said a would thing. Would you know the source? Yeah. What's the source? I just closed Reddit? the window. Hold on. So, yeah, what, Justy Dodge's vlog? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Justy um, vlog. It's from addictiongroup.org. Yeah, it's a fake They're a website. full org. And from... Uh, Sounds like propaganda to me. Or from yep. Cura, that, that question website. And from drugtreatmentcentersandiego.com. San Diego. That's four of them. Nah. Um so yeah, that's what I. None of those sounded all that reputable. Next question. Yeah. Next question from the Big Book of Queef comes from the Big Book of Queef. If you could overthrow any government in the world, which one would you replace? If you could overthrow any government in the world, which one would you? I mean, I feel like as Americans, the only answer is China. <laughs> yeah, just North Korea ease our uh, no- North Korea no, is such a s- pittance. It's like it doesn't I ain't scared matter. of North Korea. They have Fuck nothing you. to do with nothing. Like yeah. nobody gives a shit. Their rockets go sixteen feet and then drop into a puddle, and you know nine <laughs> ants are di- are killed every single time. Didn't it's they just lose joke. another like Kim Jong Un or ill or something? Just died. Yeah, Kim Jong Spoon. Kim Jong Spoony Belty, <laughs> knifey Spoony, uh, but no, I would. China is the only thing because they have such mass. Uh, you can you can just keep their slaves and then run it to uh, to just facilitate America's needs. So we'll be like JV America as opposed to a challenging superpower to America. That's a that's a good answer. Yeah, I think that's the only answer. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna convoy that convoy on China. Brandon, get to the book, boy. Okay. Uh, the book, boy. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Feeney is Cartman because he's racist. I, I do like Brendan goes, oh, okay. <laughs> Just goes right so easily. Down. I'm so easily led to the Holocaust showers. Um, if you were to have a one night stand with a current world leader, who would it be? Oh, Kamala Harris. And finally ask the big questions. What's what? that? Like, like why did you lock up so many of your people for weed? <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to be white so bad? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess she's a world leader. I almost just said Meghan the Markle. The vice president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is a yeah, vice maybe. president a leader, though? I mean, they follow <laughs> the president. I mean, neither of them are doing much of anything, so I don't know how much they're either of them are leading. It's almost as if their <laughs> campaign just promises pod save the queen? didn't get 
fulfilled as if it was a full surprise. I mean, but I will say the lack of the lack of outrage on that on the behalf of the ardent supporters of Biden is a little. Um, what's the word? <laughs> well, you're no, you're not allowed to make fun of Democrats because that obviously poses conflict when we're supposed to vote the exact same people in the next time that also don't do what we want. Mm. <laughs> like it's hilarious. You're hurting the party because then we don't get people positioned in the right places so we can affect actual change. And then when we get them in, don't make fun of the fact that they're not doing anything because then they won't get reelected to eventually affect actual change. So what if they ran so the on the entire actual change never comes, but eventually, hopefully everybody's in and, uh, you know, change. Yeah, they, 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 we, sure, we might have promised debt forgiveness as like our major entire platform that we basically was supposed to revolutionize the country. And then we just, in the middle of December, we're like, whoops, not doing it anymore anyway. And then just tried to, uh, you know, sweep it <laughs> not under. Not only the are rug. we not doing it, but we're going to also hunt down anybody who received 13 extra dollars for unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Jesus, that just made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> it almost makes um, you feel like. Oh, and we're in the middle of a national uh, of an international health crisis, and health coverage is not even discussed. Like the simple fact that all of uh, like, there's no leaders that are coming out and being like, "Oh, hey, do you want to know why people hate Fauci and also and don't trust him and yeah. don't trust the healthcare industry? Do you want to know why? Because that exact industry." Plus, Big Pharma has been strategically fucking over people for decades. It's literally the only system anybody knows. So that's why when that little stupid mouse gets on TV and he's like, yeah, I don't know if you can meet up with your family for the second or third straight year. It's like everybody's like, fuck you and fuck everybody who looks like you and anybody who has the job doctor because all of you just sent me a $4,800 bill for getting my fucking piss tested. Yeah, suck my dick. Now, I will say for some, Dude, although I agree, you could so easily just rile me up. I mean, I, I was like, <laughs> I was, I'm ready to go to a hospital and burn it to the ground. I yeah. like, I and I. It's so funny because I agree in sentiment with everything you just said, but for some reason, when people say big pharma. I immediately go like off. Like I just start because if, if no one's ever said big pharma without like a long point coming afterwards and everyone's like so big pharma man the fucking problem with them is they just think they're giving us pills they're telling they're getting us hurt and it's like there's always like some long conspiracy yeah. based theory but it's not even a conspiracy because this like even the thing that came out now about the statler family or whatever the ones that sold oxycontin to, yeah. to doctors sick. and yeah. and and as pill form so. heroin and lied about it like like, it's just a very real thing. Not to mention, I know people that work for Pfizer and their stated public mission was to get every adult American male or uh, every adult American to be lifelong hooked on two to three prescriptions. Jesus like, like all of this shit is real. So it's like the big pharma thing. <clears throat> I, of course, understand the verbiage. Of and the course. I think of it's like just the word man. bird big pharma. Like if we change it yeah. to like. We have to get rid of the pharmaceutical companies, but saying big pharma, it's always like when people like it's big tobacco, you know, or big government and big anything. I'm like, ugh. It's lobbyists is what it is. It's just pharmaceutical lobbyists. It's tobacco Mm -hmm. lobbyists. It's et cetera lobbyists. It's like all of those P that word needs to be demonized more because I feel like people still proudly say that they're lobbyists. And they shouldn't. It's like, oh, so you your job is to throw money at an issue that might not be of the best of the general benefit of the populace, but 
you are yeah. pushing it through with money. So that that's what you're doing. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if Big Pharma made it so that saying the word Big Pharma seems fucking chody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, they, we want people to be in it. Like, I don't even want to talk about this. But you know those, you know those, like, and those <laughs> anti-smoking ones, those, um, the truth.org, yeah. all those things. Yeah. Those were funded by cigarette companies. It's motherfuckers. Because they're like, even. Are you tell me. The Nazis own temples? <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, if you have, if you have their, their whole marketing thing. The biggest thing, Jews were Nazis. Their whole, <laughs> their whole thing about it was that if they, if they had, uh, if they talk about cigarettes on TV, whether it's positive or negative, anybody who smokes cigarettes is going to be reminded that cigarettes exist and they want cigarettes, even if they're like, Tobacco users are going to die. They're going to be like, oh, right, cigarettes. I should go smoke one. And the people who don't smoke, they're like, look, see, we're telling people who don't smoke it's bad. People not to smoke it's bad for them. So then they get those people off their asses. And then they get young kids who are like, oh, that seems cool to die. I want to do that. And then they start smoking. So it's all. Well, it's the same as like as every time there's a uh, <laughs> there's a mass shooting, gun sales go up by like a million percent. Sure. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> oh, I totally understand. Which is funny because like I. You know, I don't know. Who cares? This is this isn't political are we, speaking. Are we this is figuring just out America talk. right now? No, not at all. We're just like, I think we're just talking about the the frustrating corruption that everybody is faced with on a daily basis. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to another question. If you could pee, pee out a poo, <laughs> if you could come out a poo. Um. Okay, here's you a question. You could come a sneeze. Oh, we you? only got time for like one more. I didn't realize how far we've been in this. Oh, follow us. Hey, go to the motherfucking Patreon and check out Blunts with the Boys. Check out Mark and Branders. Check out Snarky before it comes out. Uh, support us in every way. Follow us. Um, tell your friends. That's huge. Telling friends is huge. Monster. That's fucking huge. Uh, and I got no road dates as of now. <laughs> but uh, Yes, you do. Oh, we're going to Boston. Yeah, January 21st and 22nd. Brendan Hell will be yeah, in Boston dude. with me. Uh, go to brendansagalow.com for his dates. I'm sure they're not listed. Uh, MikeCannonComedy.com. Oh, why you got to say for, all that? Because you just said you have no dates, and then you were reminded that you had a date. So I No, like, headlining dates. Well, okay. January 20th, the day before that, you should be in Boston early and come to Laugh Boston and see me there. When people... Yeah. Look at that. Look at the entire weekend. You have you have the chance to catch all the boys. So uh, I'm on the road January 6th through the 8th. I'll be in Austin, Tejas at the Creek in the Cave. I'm doing five shows. Very excited for that. And then uh, th then, yeah, the 21st and 22nd. I'll be in Boston, Massachusetts. I got more dates coming in. I'm shooting my next special, my next hour in New York City, mid February, assuming the city does not swallow itself whole. So uh, that the tickets and announcement official announcement will be uh will be out shortly for that got some really fucking exciting shit going on with that hell yeah dude yeah and also uh twitch.tv slash ny freshmaker and sags to riches mm. they've been killing it on the streams lately yeah. yeah yeah don't cross the streams don't cross the streams all right last question if you were to bear the child of a famous person alive today, whose child would you like to have? John Mulaney's. <laughs> I'm going to go with Paul Rudd because we both oh, man, look that's young, good genetics. And he's going to be, his genetics 
Plus, hopefully, my genetics will be some sort of super creature. Oh, so mm. we have to pick a fella? No. <laughs> you could pick I think, a woman. I think... I'll think, I'll think. Uh, I think it would be Elon Musk, just because he could drop a batch of intelligence right into my, right at the doorstep of my pooper, and uh, I could decide to either wash it out or accept yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, could, f- you could feed that kid motor oil and not milk. <laughs> yeah, name him a bunch of weird digits and symbols, and uh, you're financially taken, uh, taken care of for life. And also, this kid may be able to like do your taxes by the time he's four. Yeah, that's a good answer. Brendan, wet sneezing into his bare skin is something I'll never be able to not think about. The fucking dewy arm hairs that he has right now are so, like, just droplets. Oh. That's the show, everybody. Thanks for watching. (laughs) We appreciate you. Hope you have a, is it, Nicole, is this coming out after New Year's? Um, I believe so. Well then, happy new year. We did it, gang. We survived. We did it. Could you believe 2022 it? 2022 is going to be <laughs> our year. What the fuck? Thank you very much, everybody. See you soon. Here's the scenario is Mike Feeney, Mike Cannon, and Brendan Sagalo. Executive producers Robert Kelly and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information about the show, visit Here's The Scenario.com. The Scenario.